So don't get it twisted. Make sure you write that one down. Oh, Matthew 13, 31. Just write it down, somebody. My God, my God. Because you're going to need that next time somebody messes with your little mustard seed face. Amen. Just go over there and read that. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because see the mountain. Then he talked about, he said, if you have that type of faith, you can say to this mountain, be removed. Mountain is symbolic of something you've been dealing with for a long time. Mountain is symbolic of something that you've been dealing with for a long time. You went to the righteous and the unrighteous, and you still got it. He said, but if you had this type of faith, and then he went on to talk about what you can do to make this faith get real big. Because the thing about it is, when you start fasting, oh my God, this thing, it gets powerful. And so what I want you to understand is my next point is simply this. Fasting is a spiritual weapon that God expects you to use. It's a spiritual weapon that God expects you to use. Matthew 6 and 16 does not say if you fast. It says when you fast. And so he expects you to fast. Oh, the, see, some of y'all going to be some powerful saints after this fast here. My God, my God. Uh, do, uh, who is in the sound of my voice? Who is that you? Just give God some praise if that's you. See, because fasting increases your spiritual capacity to receive the spiritual things, to receive spiritual power. It increases your relationship with God. Oh, my God. That's why this thing is so powerful. It, it looses the bands of the enemy, looses the bands of wickedness when you walk forward. And, and it calls for you to humble yourself before God. You got to humble yourself. And it says when you humble yourself, see, that's a part of it. I got to humble myself so I can fast. So when I humble myself, what did he say? He said, I will do what? Exalt you. Oh, my God. Why? Because he can now trust you more. I've gotten close to him. So now that he can exalt me, when he raises me up, he gives me more what? Authority. Ha! Woo! And, and, and you, you can walk out on the car lot and say, that's mine right there. They won't be able to sell that Corvette, brother, o, brother uh, Pastor Obergon. They won't be able to sell that Corvette, Corvette until I make up my mind. He got a red one, y'all. Amen, somebody. Put it on hold. I went to the car lot one time, and, 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 I, and I drove up on the car lot, and they had one pulled out in front. And I looked at it, and God spoke to me, said, that's your car. And so I waited around a little while. I flew to Dallas, had a, had a meeting out there, flew out there, and I was, next thing you know, get a call, and they said, look, they said, we done had this car in the car show and everything, and, and, and they said that the, the own, a friend of the owner Supposed to be buying this car. Now, this is a friend of the owner, already a multimillionaire. And they say he's supposed to be buying the car. I said, so, okay, they called me. They said, for some reason, something happened with the friend of the owner, and he can't get it. So we calling you back. Because God had already told me, he said, that's your car parked over there. How many of y'all know he'll do it? Oh, he'll do it. Amen. And, I, I, and, and I, I drove it off the lot. You know, you know when it's right when you come drive with your palm. Somebody shot glory up in here. Whoa. 
See, when, see some of y'all, when you had that old car, you're talking about. But when you. Amen, somebody. You tell your neighbor, I'm rolling now, I'm rolling now. I'm rolling. <laughs> and so you got to understand the power of fasting. David's child. God already told him, said, I'm taking the child because of your sin, your disobedience. I'm taking the child, but I'm going to spare you. David began to fast. Laid on his face, fasting. He said, I'm going to still pray for him. I lost a good friend last night. Good pastor friend of mine. I think he was a little bit younger than me. He died. Powerful man to God. And I was sitting there meditating and phone bing about a text it popped up and said so and so just passed so I sent back and I just sent a message back I said well I know he's in heaven sent a message back I picked up the phone and I called and I remember there's a prayer I prayed because I prayed for God to give him another birthday I prayed for that thing Amen. I'm, I, and I'm a man that fasts. I'm a man that prays. But just like David said, David said, I'm going to ask for it anyway. Because he said, who knows? <laughs> Ooh, I'm, telling somebody, I'm telling you something. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, who knows if God would change his mind? Said, but I'm going to get closer to him as I can if I had to turn my plate down. Who knows? Oh my God! Oh, my, my wife kept asking me about the prayer, and, you know, and I knew what she was getting, and I knew. But see, but what was in my mind and my heart was, I knew. Who knows? If God can change, God said we have not because we ask not. And who knows? That situation you're going right, you're going through right now. Who knows what God would do when you turn your plate down? But you got to understand, it's His call, it's His decision. But who knows? Amen. Who knows, Hezekiah, if he had turned the, turned the man of God back around and bring him back and said, I'm going to give him 15 more years. Go tell him, I've added 15 more years to his life. Who knows what God is going to do? Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell, and, and tell your neighbor, say, don't be caught not asking. You need to give God praise right there. Don't be caught not asking. Can't complain if you never ask. Good God of mine. I might have to finish this thing next week, amen. I tell you what, I feel the Holy Ghost up in here right now. Oh my God. Mm. So you got to understand. David said, who knows? And, and, and you can tell what the fasting was doing to him because when the, see, fasting brings you closer to God. When he got up off the ground, they, they, they thought he was going to start crying. They said, well, well if he cried before the, the, his son did, we know he's going he gonna to have a fit right now. But you, they forgot that they didn't realize he had been fasting. And that brought him closer to God. When that brought him closer to God, that's why as soon as he got up, he got something to eat and he... The text said he worshiped. Why? Because he was close to God. He said, God give it to God, take it away. He said, the sun cannot come to me, but all I got to do is keep worshiping and I can go to the child. Somebody shout, glory up in here. 
my God. So that's what worship will do to you. Worship will let you know, say, God, I thank you for the life that you gave him. I thank you for the period that you gave him. I thank you for the moments that you gave me. I thank you for all the blessings you gave me. I thank you because nobody can do me like you can. If it has not been for you, I thank you and I will worship. Didn't go the way I wanted it to go, but I will worship. Because you know what I know, I will worship. I'll see the little boy when I get up there, but I will worship. No doubt when I get up there, some, somebody going to come up and hug, hug me and say, I'm your boy. Hey, hey, hey come on, somebody. Hey, you know, that, that's why they went to folk that lost children and stuff like that. That's what I tell them. See, no, it's not all lost. Just wait. That, that should be encouragement for you to turn your plate down, get closer to God, and get to heaven. Oh my God, oh my God, let me move, let me move. Woo. And, and see, that's why I see a lot, a lot of Christians, y'all, they say, oh, why, why, why do we fast? Why do we do, you know, it, it doesn't seem, it doesn't make sense, you know, to turn down my plate, you know. That, that's, that's because it's going to make me get weaker, my head's going to start hurting. I'm going to be hungry, that makes my body weak. So, because you're thinking carnal and not spiritual. What they don't realize is my next point. Fasting pushes out distractions. It pushes out distractions. Because while you're fasting, the things that have distracted you, you begin to focus on God. That's why after Jesus was baptized, the, you know the first act Minister Martin Daddy did? He fasted. After he was baptized and the Holy Spirit set upon him like a dove. God said, that's my son. And when he did that, the first thing he did, right there, he refasted. Went up on the mountain. As soon as he came up on the mountain, the Holy Spirit told him. The Spirit said, go to the wilderness. As soon as he came off that fast, he had to face a devil. Had to face Satan himself. But what helped him get through it was the fast. Because he fasted as a man. Not as to God. So he told him, he said, he said, won't you go ahead and go ahead and eat? I know you're hungry. Won't you turn these stones into bread? But Jesus knew I don't you don't use the power of God to show off. Amen, somebody. So some of y'all probably try to impress God with something he gave you. No, he said, it is written. See, fasting brings you closer to the word. And see, the thing about it is, perhaps the world that we live in right now, perhaps the world is eating themselves to death. Perhaps the world that we live in right now is being poisoned through the eye gate and the ear gate. That's why Jesus let us know. He said, because I've been training these disciples the whole time. I've been teaching them about the importance of close communication with God. And that's why you've got to fast. You've got to do what God has called you to do. And this relationship comes through prayer. It comes through fasting. It comes through reading your word. It comes through meditation. Why? Because you've got to push things away. And it lets us know. Because he lets us know. If you've got to alt with somebody... It's going to cut down your authority. It's going to cut down your power. 
If you got all these distractions, all these hindrances going on, it's going to hinder you. It's going to cut down some of the power. If you got all this stuff going on, amen, that shouldn't be in your life. If, if, if you got hatred, that, it, it shocks me a lot of times that, that, that people that have been in church for years, but then you start talking to them and all of a sudden it, it'll come out something deep that's deep-rooted to come out. I can't stand Uncle Bob. That's why the last three years I haven't been to the family reunion because I can't stand him. In church all this time, listen, but still got hatred. And you wonder why God won't move for you. You need to turn down your plate and let God uproot that stuff. Let him uproot it. Because what you got to understand is this right here. Perhaps what had severed the power of the nine that was left down at the foot of the mountain. Perhaps they were upset. Because Jesus only took Peter, James, and John. Perhaps why they were on the mountain, perhaps they were discussing it at the foot of the mountain. Perhaps they may have said, why didn't Jesus take us? See, jealousy will cut off your power base. And so then when, 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 when the demon raised his head, amen, and then they went to cast him out. See, is, how, how many of y'all have ever, ever had a battery that went dead? No power, no authority. You hit the switch, but it didn't work. You shook Samson, but there was no salt in the shaker. Didn't work. Before you could... Just do your thing. And it would work. But now it didn't work. Oh, come on, somebody. It didn't work now. See, let, let, let me take you to my, my next point here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Because fasting keeps you spiritually disciplined. It keeps you spiritually, because you got to discipline yourself to keep that plate turned down the whole time. And, and sometimes when, when, when that plate is turned down, that's, that's the week in the office that somebody bring donuts. That's the week in the office somebody bring cookies. That's the week in the office they buy free pizza for everybody. That's we, and, and you don't, they don't they don't have you come get it. They say, we'll bring you one. We'll put it on your desk. And, and, and many times, some kind of way, it's your favorite stuff. Now, you, now you, not, not, not in a million years you thought somebody was going to make a coconut cake. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. You hear it in you, and you be like, say it, you're a lie. Say it, Lord, rebuke you. Then you sit that big old fat piece of coconut. Like, say the Lord, rebuke you. You can't even sit down. You like kryptonite. You <laughs> How many of y'all ever been through that before? <laughs> the same day you fasted, here they come. I, be, I know you've been wanting me to bring you some of this. And the day I thought about it, just like, why did you think about it today? Seems like the devil right up in this thing, don't it? Why did you think about it today? The devil told you. Because the devil said, wait a minute, they killed me. See, you got to know that the, them imps watch you many times. You got to know, oh, wait a minute. 
he ain't he ain't been eating lunch the last couple of days. Let me talk to Sister Mabel. Tell her to bring that cake in the morning. You sitting there head hurting, cranky, hungry, and, and pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And then you turn around somebody tap you on the surprise. How many of y'all been there? Tell your neighbor, show you right. Show you right, I done been there. I done been there. And see, but what happened here? The nine had got lax. Something happened, and perhaps it was that ordeal that caused them to stop praying, to stop focusing. And see, the thing about it is, you, you, you can't live on yesterday's anointing for today's situation. See, Matthew 10 and 1, way back Matthew 10 and 1, God told, Jesus told me, said, I've given you power over demons. I've given you, I, I, I've given you that authority to call them right out. I've given you power to heal sickness. I've given you that power. And see, they, they, see, they got slack. They, they, they got slack, and, and so they've they been doing it. They feel they, you know, they didn't, they didn't uh, uh, got out of track with God and got off focus with God, and, and now they, they, their mind is somewhere else, you know. And, and not only that, and, and, and Luke, I believe it's Luke 17, you see, not only that, and, and, and Luke, you see that God told him, he said, I've given you power. He told the 72, I've given you power to go out. I've given you authority. I've given you all this to do this. And, and they, they thought, okay, well, we still got that. We still got it. So I know, I know we've been sneaking and doing this, that, that, and I know we had a conversation right here that Jesus might not be pleased with. Amen. But we're going to go right on over here and cast this demon out like we've been doing. And so when they went over there and they said, come out, the demon said, <laughs> come out. And all the people watching, these are Jesus' boys. Everybody watching, come out. Demon ain't moving. Jesus come down to heal, glowing. His boys had gotten lax. That's what got Jesus hot. That's what got him upset because he said, I done trained y'all. Y'all been with me the whole time. And you know you got to keep yourself pure. Because there's, now there's another passage where the Pharisees were talking to Jesus. And they said, they said, wait a minute, Jesus said, why do we have to fast? And your disciples, they're not fasting. But at that particular time, Jesus told him, he said, well, he said, let me tell you something. He said, when the bride, in other words, is with the groom. They don't have to fast because they're with me. But there's going to come a time when I'm not going to be here. And they're going to need to fast. See, in other words, Jesus was letting them know. See, you know, that the whole time I, I wasn't with you all. The times that I have not been with you. And when I was going off to pray and when I was doing this, boys, you should have been fasting. And you lost focus. So when you lost focus, you could not cast this demon out. 
And then Jesus just swept and just called him right out. And, this, and see, the thing about it is, it lets us know that you have got to stay focused on the word of God. You cannot let distractions and things trip you up. Just because somebody got promoted and you didn't, bless God. Just because somebody bought a new car before you did, bless God. Just because somebody got a new house before you did, bless God. Just because that couple had, had, a, had, a, had a child before you had yours, bless God. Amen. Don't let it get you off focus. You just got to say, God, I know I'm next. They got distracted. Couldn't call that demon out. And it was embarrassing. See, you got to understand that sometimes it's not that you're not doing what's wrong, that you're doing what's wrong. It's that you're not doing enough of what's right. They love God, but they wasn't doing enough of what was right. They, wasn't, they weren't fasting like they should have because that would have kept them disciplined. And my last point is this, and I got to let you go. Fasting breaks down strongholds. Fasting breaks down strongholds. And so because one thing about it is when you read Mark's account, Mark will let you know when Jesus cast this demon out because, see, this demon was intertwined. See, that's many things that, that's going on right now that our world is accepting. There's many things that are going on right now in people that it is a demon. And they're calling it all kinds of different stuff. But, this, but see, this level of demon will get inside and it wraps itself within your being, all in you. And that's why the boy had this thing for years. And this, and this, was a, this demon had gotten strong in this boy. And the boy just be walking and it would throw him in the water. It would throw him in the fire. Because that, you, you got to understand, why did Satan come? To steal, kill, and what? Destroy. That is his, that is his M.O. It's never going to change. And, and, and so that's what was happening. So it lets us know fasting, it takes fasting to take out this level of demon. That's why Jesus said some don't come out but by prayer and fasting. Because what he lets us know is there is different levels of demons. And perhaps just a, just a little bit of faith that the disciples had. If this was a, a, a lesser demon, they could have called him and he didn't come, came right out. But it said in, in Mark's account that when Jesus called that demon out, that demon was so wrapped up inside that, that boy, that that boy just fell limp. And they said it was just like he was dead. That's what the scripture said. It was just like he was dead. And said because it was so wrapped up into his inner being. And a lot of these things that we are allowing, it's just a demon wrapped up into the inner being of that person. That's why swear, when somebody lives a perverted lifestyle, many times it's so hard. Amen. It's, it's difficult. Amen. To call that spirit, that, that spirit out of them, those that have spirits in them. It's, it's, it's difficult because it is another level of demon. And, and it, that kind does not come out but by fasting and praying. So he said this kind. See, some of y'all dealing with some things. Your neighbor can't tell it. Your neighbor can't tell that you're struggling with it. But you know every time you get out of church, you go back to that same website. You know every time you get out of church, you take out a pack. 
you know you still got to struggle with the bottle. You come to church, but you still struggle with your language. You come to church, but you still go back to that same guy that does not come to church. You still come to church, but you still going back to that same young lady because she's giving it up. And you can't resist. But you feel something else tugging on you that's not of your flesh. You feel something pulling you on the inside. You know it's not human. You know the hunger that you have on the inside for what's going on is beyond human. There's something else. You know it. Many times people will come in church and that, and, and that demon, when he walk in, he feel the power of God. When that demon comes in, in that person, so that demon will lay dormant. Said, I, 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 I'm not going to act up in here because there's some folk in here that will cast me right out. See, demons have keen hearing. I remember years ago, and I, I think it was Minister Siva. I was teaching on spiritual warfare. And there was some, she's walking by. There's some guys over there in a the little ways that were drunk. And they were just cutting up. And she said something in her breath. demon and one of them spoke up and said I heard what you said it's good they got came here so when I say come out in the name of Jesus by the authority that God has given me it from the front to the back that Joker got to